Hey everyone, my name is Lakshmi and I'm one of the co-hosts of the Improve the Dream podcast. And we're here today with Kira Woodhead, a documented dreamer from Orlando, Florida, who will be sharing her story with us today. Thank you so much, Kira, for being with us today. Hey, I'm so excited to be able to talk to you today. Awesome. So Kira, can you tell me a bit more about yourself? Yeah, so um, I'm currently 17 years old and a junior in high school. Um, and I moved here about eight years ago on an E2 visa from England with uh, my parents and my younger brother. Um, so I'm just starting to look at colleges um, and I'm super active in my school and all of that type of stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. And um, I know like for me, when I was applying to colleges, that's kind of when I started to find out about um, the situation that I was in. And that's really when it kind of all started to hit me. So I, I can only imagine like what that must be like for you right now. Yeah, um, it's starting to get a little bit more stressful uh, coming to the end, but um, I'm kind of excited to start looking at colleges and all of that. Yeah, of course, of course. So going back to your story, can you tell me what it was like when you first moved to the United States from England? Yeah, so um, obviously living in Florida is like every kid's dream, um, you know, right next to Disney and all of all the attractions that are here. Um, it was like a completely different world. Um, but I definitely think it was just a whole different life that I'd kind of stepped into, um, you know, changing schools. I left all my friends behind, family. Um, so it was definitely kind of like isolating. But once I got settled, um, like I've made the best friends and I've had experiences here that like I've never would have had in England. Right, of course, yeah. And um, you said you were nine when you moved here, right? So and and yeah, like it's just really crazy to think that you know you could have, you've been here for so long now, um, and now you're about to go to college, and it's just it you know it's supposed to be an exciting time, but it can definitely get dreadful along the way. Yeah. So, for sure. And you you mentioned you had a younger brother, right? So. Was he also born in England or? Yeah, so my younger brother was seven when we moved here. So he, we are both full, fully British. None of us are American. Got it, got it. So what was it like, like growing up for you um, in Orlando? I mean, like you said, living in Florida, it can be every kid's dream. So can you tell me a bit more about what that was like? So it really is almost like, too good to be true. Um, like I'd go to Disney on the weekends, um, SeaWorld, all those different theme parks. And then you're never more than like an hour away from the beach. Um, it's right there. Just go for sunrise and come back like that type of thing. Um, the weather is always so much, so much better than it would be in England. And it's just crazy. It's like always sunny. Um, do a lot of like wa water sports, I guess, like for fun. Those are like very niche, I think, to Florida, like kind of like a culture built around that. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And like I'm, uh, for me, like I'm from Pennsylvania. So a lot of our, I guess, like activities are more so associated like with the cold. And I feel like that's definitely become a part of like who I am today. So I can like only imagine that it's the same for you. Yeah, it's. It's kind of kind of really cool. <laughs> so now, like as you're, um, you know, about to enter your senior year of high school, 
what's that been like for you in terms of like the conversations you're having at home or like the conversations you may hear your friends having about like colleges and like what they want to do after school and everything? So I would say at home and like with my friends, those conversations kind of look different. Um, when I'm with my friends, I try to focus on like the fact that, like, oh, we're all going to go to college and it's going to be this amazing thing. And we're all super excited to go and kind of like get that independence and take classes that are like really geared towards what we want to do, kind of like take that first step into like our adult lives. So I kind of try to focus on that. But then with my like family, um, it's more thinking about what type of I guess scholarships that I can apply for and like financial aid and all that type of stuff. Uh, to make sure that I can actually, you know, get through college without crushing debt. <laughs> um, and then I would say to like trying to figure out visas around that. So like getting a student visa or whether I'm even going to go to college in the United States, like if that, if it would just be, obviously that would be ideal for me, but then would it really, is that really the most like realistic option? Like, would it just, would it be easier for me to go and go to England and study there? But it's a it's a whole complicated process and I'm sure you have experiences with it so yeah yeah definitely I mean I still remember um the conversations that I had with my parents around the same time when I was in high school and you know like you mentioned like first it's like the financial aid part but then it's also like okay is it even worth it to stay here and you know go to college here because getting a student visa isn't something that's guaranteed and then even if you are to get that, okay, like after you graduate, it's like you have to start all over again. And is it really worth that? Like I know for me, um, my parents and I were briefly talking about colleges in Canada. And in hindsight, maybe I should have looked more into other options, but I think I was always like, I don't wanna go anywhere. I wanna just kind of stay here. But um, definitely since training through the dream, like I've met more people who have explored other options but I really think that just ultimately comes down to like each person and their family and like you know the situation that they're in yeah so as you think about um colleges and stuff like is there anything that you have you know felt like you're interested in studying but like maybe difficult for you to do because of your visa or like what's that been like for you so right now and for the past couple of years, so I don't see it changing, but I've been really interested in majoring in political science and um, kind of taking like down a pre-law track. Um, so obviously, like when you're thinking about like politics and law, a lot of people get their start through doing internships. And obviously, that's something that my visa doesn't let me do. Um, so that's a big thing for me because um, I know so many people just go get an internship at a law firm and you kind of learn like hands-on but that's not going to be an option for me and then with like political science too if I wanted to go into politics for the United States like the roles that I could have really aren't going to be like they're not going to be like front and center type running for office type thing like it would have to be in the background and that's like not really what I'm interested in so that definitely stresses me out a little bit. <laughs> yeah, like definitely. I mean, I feel like when, I mean, first of all, I think it's really difficult for anyone to 
like pick a major going into college because it's like you're 18 like you're still just a kid and like you have the rest of your life ahead of you but then you're kind of told to figure out like what you want to do next you know but then um when you throw in being a documented dreamer it's like it's always like you have to think like five six years down the road and you know you never really think about like okay like what do I actually want to do or like what can I do and then also like what you said I feel like um yeah like the limited opportunities because you can't really it's it's really hard to get the chance to even explore what your interests are if you aren't allowed to apply to most things or like even eligible to do most things so yeah I definitely I, I definitely understand what you're saying with that So I wanted to ask you also about, um, like, I know you said you were 17, so a couple of years away um, from aging out and everything, but I know um, earlier when you were talking about how you joined Improve the Dream, um, you know, how, like, how that was like for you. So can you tell me a bit more about that? Yeah, so I kind of found out about Improve the Dream from my mom. Um, I'm not really sure how she came across it. Um, I think maybe like Facebook, some type of social media, because my mom was always like kind of looking ahead to see like what the, this whole thing would entail for like my brother and I, like, you know, we didn't kind of, we didn't come into it completely blind, but I mean, you know, with different elections happening and over the past, you know, eight years since we've been here, it's something that always changes. So it's, it's kind of like you have to stay on top of it to make sure you know what's going on with all of that. Um, so I kind of became interested in it, started following Improve the Dream, um, keeping up with all of the work that everyone was doing. And then recently, like as I've gotten a bit older and a bit more to the point where I'm like knowledgeable enough that I feel like I can speak about it, um, getting more involved, um, like more firsthand involvement with it. Um, but it's been super fun, like aside from the fact that obviously we're working towards like a bigger picture, um, like to be part of something and to know that there's other people in the same situation. It's like, it's unifying in a way. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think unifying is like the perfect, one of like the most perfect words to like capture um, what we're a part of because, you know, like it, like I, um, since joining Proof of Dream, like I've been more open, like about my status, like whether it be with my friends or families, uh, family or like professors, like whoever that may be. But it's still nice knowing that there are people out there who I can count on, who know exactly what it is that I'm going through. Because I know for me, like growing up, my parents always tried to be transparent about like what was going on. And they've always been incredibly supportive. But to a certain extent, like, I know how hard it is on them to to kind of hear me like talk about how I'm feeling about certain things so to know that there are other people who like exactly understand what I'm going through and I can count on them um it's just it's just such a comforting feeling and I'm sure like you've been able to feel that too so going forward um in terms of like legislation like I know uh America's Children Act is something that's given us all so much hope and I just wanted to ask you about that and can you just tell me a bit more about how how joining Include the Dream or how you know like being a part of this advocacy in this community has um made you feel in recent times um so I don't know I feel like just 
the fact that like improve the dream has managed to it's brought so many people together from all these different places and we've all kind of been able to be a part of something like bigger than ourselves because obviously you know if this gets passed then it's something that people in the future will kind of look at and be like you know this was done through hard work and it's like kind of built on the ideas that America's built on um like we're kind of you know, using our rights to kind of help try move things along. And I don't know, I just think it's so cool. Yeah, definitely. Like, I think advocacy is just like, I feel like it's one of the core things that we're taught, like in like our American history classes, like growing up, you know, in elementary school, middle school, high school, and then um, like actually being a part of that now. Like I know for me when I was younger, like in middle school and even in high school, um, not that I'm not young now, but when I was even younger, like I always thought that I didn't have a voice in the government because I wasn't a citizen or a permanent resident. Like I, I never actually realized that like congressmen and congresswomen would still listen to you even if you can't vote. And I know like I'd always like shied away from speaking up because I had always thought like, oh my God, like, you know, what happens if I speak up? Like what happens to my visa? And um, that's something that my parents always told me too. But I think um, just, I guess the beauty behind all of this is like grassroots advocacy and just being able to come together. And I mean, we're all like a bunch of kids, like, and which is, I think that's the most like crazy part to me and to most people that I um, talk to like outside of this. Yeah, it's, I, I don't even know. Like, it's just so, it's crazy to me, like how much it's grown and like, the fact that we're all we're all so young but we're all kind of like so we all know what's going on and we're like self-assured like what we want and yeah yeah definitely like I I've always found that you know whenever I tell people um like outside of this like that I'm a part of an immigration group they always assume that it's like 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 an immigration group that's like run by, I guess, like older adults or like older people. So when I tell them that like group of dream is completely youth led, they're like, wait, really? Like, <laughs> so, and even I, like whenever I think about that, I'm like, this is actually like, like, this is really incredible. Yeah, like, I don't know. I love the fact too, that like, cause my brother's younger than I am. Like I'm the first one that's gonna have to go through all of this. So it's almost like I have people to kind of like look up to. And like, I know that I could like reach out to anyone who's kind of, you know, worked with Improve the Dream and kind of knows what's going on. Um, like, I'm just really grateful for that. Yeah, absolutely. Like it really brings together people of um, all ages. Like, you know, people who've already aged out, people who are about to age out. Um, people who are still a couple of years away from aging out. So it, I think just this amazing sense of community that's been, that's just so like apparent among all of us. Like, I think that's definitely one of my favorite part or my most favorite part about being a part of all of this. For sure. Thank you so much, Kira, for coming on today and sharing your story with us. It was so nice talking to you. And I really want to wish you the best of luck with everything as you enter the next um you know chapter in your life and like I you know I want you to know that you know even though everything it like may seem like a huge question mark like I genuinely do think that everything will work out in the end and I know like all of us here are here to support you in any way that we can so thank you so much again thank you so much for having me
All right. Bye, everyone. Thank you so much. We'll catch you on our next episode.